weekend is not complete without the First Lady of New York Radio. It's the Joan Hamburg Show. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Okay, everyone. Cousin Brucie is on the go again. Cousin Brucie's always on the go. That's um, Bruce Morrow's nickname. And Cousin Brucie is a household word, a famous radio personality. And he was, and he still is, one of the best DJs that we have in this country. And in the beginning of rock and roll, there he was, one of the great personalities in this crazy business that we're all in. And he actually represented the music industry in so many ways. I remember my own kids saying, don't mess with him. He's what we've got left. You're going to take away all the good music and all the stuff we love. I said, no, don't you worry about it. So uh, Cousin Brucey is a New York guy, a Brooklyn guy, and everyone in and out of our industry knows him. It's our industry has changed a lot, right, Brucey? Oh, yes. First of all, so good to be with you. You know, you look wonderful, you sound wonderful, and I love you. Thank you. <laughs> we need all the love we can get. <laughs> yes. But to answer that question, oh, the music uh, industry has changed uh, 840 degrees since uh, you and I started this thing. All right? That's for uh, sure. Amazing. I mean, today I go on the air on WABC and I'm reaching the Philippines. I'm reaching Tokyo. everywhere. <laughs> you know, a funny joke. I get these emails that I say, Cousin Brucey, we love your morning show. And I say, morning show? I never did a morning show. And then they explain, we're listening in Tokyo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Is that amazing? Yeah. Gino, look what we've done. Look what has happened, what you and I have experienced over all these years. Uh, I know. And when you look back... And you don't have to really look back that far. And you think of the things you've done. The Beatles. I mean, who knew about that band? And you did it. Well, I was watching them. Very honestly, I was watching them for quite some time when they were causing all kinds of uh, literally riots in Sweden and uh, Germany and all over the, the uh, European continent. And, and we knew something was going on. And Joan, I think I've talked to you about this several times. We needed something desperately here in the U.S., right? And it was happening over there with a, a group called the Beatles. Right. We needed something to, to give us a little shot, a little kick in the, in the tush, right, that, uh, that we needed so desperately uh, with, with rock and roll and with broadcasting of the music industry. And it was happening over there. and It was wonderful. And uh, it was just starting. That's right. And I, I still... Of course, many of us remember when it started to happen, and who knew that it it was going to change music, it was going to change America and change the lives of a lot of people. Now, were you involved as you were coming of age with the Bernstein family? No, actually, no. The, you know, this is kind of interesting with the Bernsteins. Uh, uh, I never met, well, I met Lenny a couple times at parties, you know, just, just, right. just basically through. never really became dear friends. And, you know, he never invited me to sing or perform at his, his symphony orchestras. Uh, but, and uh, Jamie, Jody and I read the book. 
her new book, which Maestro was based on. And I'm, that's been my limitation. But she said she wouldn't go through a day without listening to Cousin Brucie. So she knew me from, you know, just like, you know, people listening on the air. So that's our, our history together. And uh came to her on the phone having little meetings before this uh, February the 5th um, event. Well, at yeah, the City explain. That, yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. But anyway, I, I'm looking forward to being with her. She is a wonderful writer and a very talented musician and a sweet person, you know. And she listened to the radio. She loved us, Joan. That's great. I know. We're, we have to really look hard because the radio has changed too. But it's okay. We're still there. And people are still tuning in. And it's still part of what we have done and what we continue doing. Well, it's called communicating and I called it my date night. <laughs> on, my, on my WABC show, it's a, it's a date night. Yeah, it continues and it grows and we get generations after generations. You know why? Because it's good and it's, it's natural and it's sensitive. And it, when I said the word communication, there's a connection. And Joan, you have always had that connection. You've always, I think you, you might have been one of the people who invented Connection Radio. Well, I mean, no, you, but you and I understood that we have to love our audiences if we want them to love us and love music. It's true, but I bet you got a big kick out of working with Jamie, who the Bernstein daughter, who grew up with this sound in her head, played with her dad, played Beatles music. You know, the idea of Jamie and Lenny, Lenny Bernstein, yes. listening to Cousin Brucie, rocking and rolling and, and uh, knowing all the music and loving the Beatles turns me on. It gets me very, very excited. You know, we, we've had, uh, you know, you and I have both uh, been involved with a lot of big celebrities, the very biggest in our business. But the idea of Lenny Bernstein listening to Cousin Brucie at night turns me on. I <laughs> bet it that should. That was amazing. No, it should. It's really exciting. And, you know, one of my friends, I sort of knew her whole family, Phyllis Newman, Adolph Green's wife. Mm -hmm. You know Phyllis. And she and the Bernsteins were very, very friendly. And on Sundays, they would have salons. And they would all gather around the piano. And they would sit on this little love seat. And finally, one day, um, Phyllis said, we, you know, none of us have room for this love seat. Will you take it? It's Lenny Bernstein's piece of furniture. And that's where all these Sunday salons took place. Amazing. So, Such amazing stories. I have yeah. the love seat. And you have it. I have the love seat. The, the uh, Adolph Green's kids didn't want it. Of course, the minute I had it reupholstered, they suddenly decided they wanted it. <laughs> so I said they have to wait. It ultimately will be theirs, but we've got it now. Well, do me a favor. Take your time and keep it for a long yeah. time. No, you know no, what? and it brings incredible yeah. memories back. But this, uh, this thing started... Uh, it was a, there's an organization called Village Trip, the Village Trip. And what they do is they uh, do achievements and they raise money and they take care of the greater village area in New York City. Right. So they've been after me to do a show. And I said, I will. But, you know, with, with COVID around, I, I just didn't want to get involved for a couple of years. So finally, they wore me down. And on February the 5th, 
coming up on a Monday evening. I think it's 7 o'clock at City Winery at the Loft. We're going to be doing, or Jamie and I are going to be having a discussion about 60 years ago today, which is, you know, Joni, a play on the words, it was 20 years ago today. Right, exactly. Sergeant Pepper, you know. Uh, so 60, It's can you believe 60 years ago yeah. these four mop tops, if you remember this, we called them, came into our lives, Joan, came into our lives and changed, not only saved the music industry, I believe, but gave us a different sociological aspect. They they changed the way we thought about our, wearing our hair, our coif, changed mm. our dress, changed linguistics. Everybody suddenly, Joan, Joan was talking, the, speaking the king's English. Hello, how are you, ducky? <laughs> you know, everybody. So they had such great effect upon what has happened. When they landed at Kennedy on flight, Pan Am flight 101, I'll never forget it, I was on the tarmac, and uh, I was there broadcasting on uh, an old-fashioned type broadcasting system. It was on, I think it was WINS, it was on and, uh, in those days. <sighs> and everything was about to change. Everything was changed, mm. and it happened so quickly. Really quickly. Yeah, People well, right. spoke the, the king's English very mm. quickly. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, my gosh. And do you um, remember when they first went on Ed Sullivan? And sure. we were all like, because we all watched Ed Sullivan. Glued. And who, Glued who are the these tube. kids? What's Who are they? Yeah, that's and, why, Well, he didn't know. Very honestly, can I tell you something yeah. secretly? Here's a secret. And it's not going to be a secret with you too long, because I know you talk. You yes. Talk, right? <laughs> As he didn't know you. who they were. He did not know who they were. Right, that's he, really. He funny. had to do, no. He had to do some research and find out who the heck these Beatles are. And uh, there's, uh, there's a whole bunch of funny stories. I was outside for the for, as a matter of fact for WABC uh, broadcasting the uh, the Ed Sullivan thing huh? uh, at, at, outside his theater. I wasn't in the theater until a little later on. And I'll tell you, Joan, it was like New Year's Eve. That's what it felt like. Oh my there was gosh. thousands of people. New Year's Eve. So they, they did so, so much to help our music industry, and they really made us smile again. You know, Joan, if you remember, you go back to those years. We're talking, you know, 63, 64. We, we had a lot of problems. We had political problems. We had racial problems. Uh, the, the nation was not in good shape. The, the, the continents yes, what, were not in good shape. different, right. But they came and made us smile. Right? They it's made us true. smile. They made us forget for a few moments that we were in deep, deep trouble. No, and, and we were not, the band 
was not that, you know, well-known. It wasn't known to too many people. And you, Brucie, as I recall, were one of the main factors in saying to the country, hey, guys, listen, this is a whole new thing, and it's going to be part of your world. That's right. And it, 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 it happened. Uh, I, I, I was not a genius. I was not taking chances. It was pretty obvious of what was happening. Yeah, but Just you based were on smart. what was happening in Europe. But uh, it was pretty obvious. We, but, you know, the, the main thing, Joan, is that we needed something to boost our industry, really. We were, as I said, very tired. Nothing was happening. And they came over and they gave us such excitement. Right? And I, people were speaking. Here, I'll tell you a funny story. Just quick. I'll make this quick. No, I like them. Uh, tell this me. is fun. You'll love this. This is a fun story. I'm going to tell the story uh, at the city winery. I, I always love this story. It, it, it's an example of what, how they affected our lives. Right? Uh, one day, I get a call. You know, I take all these calls, you know, for dedications and right. requests. And I think I've even given you and your family a couple <laughs> over the years. <laughs> uh, I get a call. Hey, Brucey. This is on the telephone. Hey, Brucey, this is Joey of the Bronx, you know? Would you play a record for me and my girl? Uh, play something by uh, the uh, Elvis. Play, give me an Elvis song. Hey, Brucey, we love you here in the Bronx. Mm. Right. Now, listen to this. The Beatles arrive. They come into Kennedy Airport, right? They arrive. They're there for two weeks. They've been, a lot of hype, a lot of, a lot of promotion, right? And two weeks later, the same guy gets out of the air. Now, listen to this, Joe. Hello? Is this Sir Brucey? This is Sir Joey of of the Bronxshire in the New York State. Oh Would you gosh. mind playing a record for me and my bird? I appreciate something by the Beatles. God bless the Queen. God bless you, Sir Brucey. Oh no, that's the same guy. Funny <laughs> that you have more stories and more things that happened in everything. <laughs> well, Brucey too mo did movies, does movies, does everything. Well, we're, I've been very lucky. My career, I've been a very lucky guy. I have a great audience. I'm now back where you know where I want to be. Where I call WABC my home. That's why it's, it's where it all started, really. And I'm back there, and I've had great experiences on other magnificent broadcast facilities, and now. As I said, I'm back home. So I'm a, I feel I'm a very lucky, fortunate man that comes to work to play, I should say, that comes to play every time I go on the air, and I have the best time ever. And, you know, that light goes on. It says, Brucey, you're on the air. I still get that, that feeling thrill. in my the pit of my stomach how excited I am. I know. It, it, it's a gift. And, by the way, you want to go on February 5th, to hear a conversation with Brucey and Jamie Bernstein and really become part of a legend and part of something that changed people's lives and still continues to change their lives. And it must have been a lot of fun and is a lot of fun to work with Jamie. I'm looking forward, really am looking forward to it. And we have a very interesting musical group called Black Rabbit. Black Rabbit... If you close your eyes, you think it was McCartney and Lennon singing. They were discovered in the subway. They're part of our subway system musicians, believe it or not. Joan is a great story in itself. They what call happened? themselves Black Rabbit. So they'll be entertaining. They'll be opening the show, and I'm going to use them sometimes to illustrate what, you know, what the Beatles did. But you close your eyes, you think 
that this tribute band, that's what they call them, was McCartney and Lennon. It's, it's wild. You're kidding. Were they, are they twins? Yes. Oh, you probably know more about it. You yeah, know, I don't you know are too much. much. You know everything. No, but I know that they, I, or at least I thought I knew, that they were twins and that people knew them because they were the subway guys and they yeah. sang Beatles in the subway. That's right. And the New York Times, what happened, how that broke loose? The New York Times said something like I can paraphrase. They said uh, Black Rabbit's probably the best tribute Beatles band that's ever been. So that happened, and then they weren't in the subway. They didn't have time anymore. They were really sought after. So we right. got them for uh, this particular uh, event. It's going to be right. fun. Well, and you certainly laid a very big footprint in rock and roll. You know, when people were saying, oh, rock and roll, what is all this about? You just put your foot down and stayed there. Oh, yeah. I didn't move. And well, I knew. I, I knew that, you know, this was going to last a long time. I, I, did I know it was going to last this long? I'd be back at WABC? No. No. <laughs> I'm that, not that smart. <laughs> yeah, well, because it's hard to imagine. But And the fact is, you're there, you're still having a great time, and building audiences, you oh, know, that's and that's and, and, it's and with the new technology, I mean, like we said, we're all over the world now. Yeah, it's, it's wild. So we get these new audiences, but we get audiences in Europe and Asia and uh, South America. It's all over the place. Plus, of course, the the United States national audience. So, so what a combination, and what a what a great experience that we are having, Joan. We are so fortunate that we're still doing it. That's for sure. That's for sure, and enjoying every minute and bringing something to that enormous audience you're talking about. Yep. Who who could have easily missed it? You know, there's so much stuff going on, but you're saying no, you're not missing it. You're going to be celebrating whether I'm being it's part of it. I always right? think the, I always believe the audience, and I think you, you know this secret. The audience has to be part of what we're doing. Of course, you know. The transistors and the, the technical things and our support systems are great. But the most important part of what we do out there is called the audience. And uh, no, that's, that's, that's what we have to remember, right. the audience. And people are always asking, I'm sure you too, about radio. Who listens to radio, people will say to me. I say, who listens? Everyone listens you Everyone. can't get in a car without hearing radio or wherever you go. Walk you know what my street. favorite thing is? What? I mean, I know I'm taking baths and showers with people while I'm on the air. <laughs> we are very personal. We're into everyone's personal lives. Of course. <laughs> of course. And they have no say whether they like it or not. That's right. But next time I'll think about that and stay away from the cookies. <laughs> All right, Brucey. I love hearing your voice. And don't forget, everyone, it's City Winery, February 5th, 7 o'clock. You're going to celebrate with Brucey and with great music and great fun. It's all part of our lives, and it's here to stay. Thank you, Brucey. Thank you, Joni. Always so nice being with you. You're my old friend. Mark. You too. And I mean that with all due respect. When I say old, I mean I know you a long time. That, thank you. I'm glad you, you clarified You give that. me nice comfort, Joan. <laughs> All the best to you, my dear. We'll talk soon. Take care. All right, everyone. I'm Joan Hamburg, and you just had the pleasure. It's one of my great pleasures to talk to Cousin Brucie. And don't forget, February 5th, 7 o'clock, and it's a part of a city winery.
all kinds of good things going on. I'm Joan Hamburg, and you're listening to your favorite radio station, WAVC. WAVC.